Hello, welcome everyone to another episode of Division One Only Podcast. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and we have a really special guest today, an NCAA champion, Paul Job. Welcome, Paul. How you doing? Pleasure. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, so Paul is 20, 20 years old. He's an NCAA Division One student athlete at the University of South Carolina. He's from Hull, England. As I previously said, he's an NCAA champion, IT All-American, All-SEC first and second team. So congrats on an amazing college career. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's crazy how it came to an end, though, right? With all this coronavirus thing. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, um, it's definitely a tough a tough way to end. But, um, you know, I like to look forward to the, the future and, um, you know, stay positive and look at the positives. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds and, uh, yeah, but obviously it is a tough way to end. Yeah. Um, so take me a couple of years back, talk to me a little bit about the recruiting process and how it went for you, of course, prior to committing to USC. Yeah. So, um, I was, um, doing some work with a guy called James Trotman at the time, uh, with the, uh, LTA in, uh, England and. He uh, he knows some uh, college coaches and mentioned the college route to me and um, yeah Josh Josh Goffey was one of one of those guys he um, spoke to spoke to me about and he told him about me and um, next thing I know Josh is um, in Hull where I'm from in England and um, he came to watch me uh, practice when when he was in England recruiting. And um, yeah, we uh, got talking, talking from there, and um, you know, there's just an inst instant connection, really. And um, yeah, and next thing, next thing I know, I'm at South Carolina. Did you know a lot about college tennis coming into like before USC, or not really? Not really, no. Um, like like I said, when when it was first mentioned to me, I didn't really know anything about college tennis and um and it me committing happened in such a in a in a short short amount of time so um yeah i didn't really know that much um about it all right all right um talk to me a little bit about what is the biggest misconception of college tennis outside the united states because some people think it's like taking the retirement road when you come to college in the in america So talk to me a little bit about that misconception and if you think you saw it that way before coming into college. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, that's definitely the biggest misconception and um no, I never I never looked at it that way, you know. Um I I've always trusted the people around me um and you know, James Trotman, he said to me, you know, this college could be a, a great a great route for you to then go on to your pro career and you know I, I definitely trusted that and um, still like a lot of good players have come out of college and it definitely seemed like the best option for me and um, in the situation I was at at the time so and then obviously experience in college um, is definitely it was definitely the right decision and you know I'd definitely say to anyone else out, outside of the US who you know feels like it is a step down or you know, feeling like they would be taking a step backwards. It's, it's definitely the opposite to that. And, um, you know, if the, if you use that, if you, if you use that period of time correctly, then 
you know it's it's a great it's a great four years to really improve yourself as a as a human being not as not only as just a tennis player but as a human being and and it's a great amount of time for you to really develop your your tennis game so um for me college is is such a great option for I, I would say most most tennis players coming up from the juniors if if you're not having you know a really good amount of success in the pro tour already yeah especially I mean you're a clear example of this you came into college being ranked like 300 ATF of course you didn't play that many tournaments in juniors but still you came into college your first your first two years you did good you got ranked and then of course you became an NCAA champion you earned all these wild cards so it was a good transition for you into the pro tour yeah for sure um and you know ever since ever since i got there i just used it as an opportunity to to get better and uh i had that had that mindset from the start you know just using using it as such a great opportunity um using the facilities to the best i could and um you know having someone like Josh who's such a great coach and um you know having having him as a as a source every day to to get better was you know perfect and um just having that progress mindset really helped me each year and obviously helped me to achieve what I achieved while while I was there Yeah, because I would say that misconception is the dumbest thing ever because you have guys like the top junior players are committing into college. You guys, you have guys making deep runs in future events going in, like coming from college or that are in college. So I think it's one of the dumbest things ever. But I mean, that's just the, the stereotype of college tennis outside America. Yeah. Um, yeah. How hard was the transition for you? to move from England into America, you know, the fact that you were so far away from home? Um, yeah, I've, I've actually always said, you know, it was, for me, it was, it was kind of easy. Um, as soon as I got there, it, it took me only about a week to really get settled in. You know, I, I've always said I was so grateful for the teammates I had for when I first got there, you know, um, they were, you know, the best, set of people I could have asked for you know as soon as I got there they they was there every step of the way if I needed any any kind of help you know as small to how big you know um they was right by my side just making sure I was comfortable and making sure I fit in and um you know I was just so happy and so excited to really start my journey there um I was I never really looked back um and You know, getting homesick wasn't really an issue for me. Um, you know, I was so focused on, you know, my work and what I was doing there. Um, I never actually really struggled with that. And, um, yeah, I actually fit right in straight away, I would say. Yeah. Um, you were also named an ITA Scholar Athlete, which is like you're doing really good in athletics and academics for those who don't know that are listening. So how do you manage to balance correctly both? I mean, I know that school in England is like significantly harder than in America, but just talk to me a little bit about how how you balance athletics and academics. Um, yeah, sometimes it's it, it was definitely tough and I actually my first my first semester was my worst semester out of them all. Um 
partly because I didn't I didn't actually go to college with a laptop, so that didn't help. And I went in the spring, and um, you know, being on the road most weeks, and um, you know, having to do your schoolwork on the road, and I struggled with that quite a lot. And um, it took me, you know, doing doing pretty bad that first semester to then realize, you know, I've I've got to do a lot better and stay stay more disciplined with my schoolwork and and once once I got over that it was um you know I dealt with it pretty well and you just got to be disciplined with you know when you have schoolwork um and you know your deadlines is just trying to get them done as as quick as possible and out the way so then you can focus on your tennis and um just just trying to do that really was uh and keep hold myself accountable for it and and, and then you then I was fine Yeah, because that's what happens, I think, to a lot of players who are coming, like, especially their freshman year, This since you are, like, in your first year of university or college, you're coming from high school where you were literally just focusing on a, on tennis and not that much on academics. So that can be hard for, like, players at times. But, the, like, the fact that you managed and balanced really well both, I think it was um, it was good for you. Yeah, yeah. Just that the 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 first semester was uh, was definitely uh, you know uh, a little a little shock on the academic side, and um, but yeah, I got I got there in the end. Um, talk to me about your junior year at USC. Of course, you you got ranked in the ITA rankings. I think your sophomore year, and of your junior year at. At South Carolina was incredible. The fact that you only lost four matches, you won the NCAA title in singles at the UST National Campus in Lake Nona. Just talk to me a little bit about how that year went overall for you. Um, you know, I would say, um, you know, obviously overall it was such a good year, and um, I would say I was just building, building from the start, and um, it was such a long, long season, and. Um, You know, it was just a, an accumulation of so many things, and um, I put I put a lot of work in, just like my two previous uh, two prior two years prior, and my freshman and sophomore year. But that was um, things definitely started to click in my sophomore year, I would say, and then I had a good summer um, off the back of that, and then so I came back to to college pretty confident in my in my game and in myself and um you know I would, in the spring season I would just say you know I had once I started racking up a lot of wins and I was playing well that confidence was just I was just building off my confidence um throughout the whole season really and um you know just playing just playing really well and I never really took my foot off the off the gas and you know I was I was mentally there the whole the whole the whole way and um you know it was just a really good a really good build I would say from the start and things just came together. Yeah. Take me take me to, to that summer because you you got two wildcards from the LTA uh, to the ATP 250 in Eastbourne the qualify the the qualif that I, that you won I think you beat I don't remember the first round opponent but I in qualis but I know you beat Um, Andrew Rublev in the second round of qualifiers, which is like a really, really good win, of course. And then you got a wild card into Wimbledon into the main draw in singles and doubles. So tell me about that experience. 
Yeah, um, it was obviously a great a great few weeks off the back of um, the NCAA's, and um, you know, I played I played uh, the a couple of challenges, um, you know, and got got my first few challenger wins, um, and then I think it was after the Ilkley challenger. I had the option to play um, Eastbourne, um, and that was—I think—that was when I realised I was going to be playing Wimbledon. So, um, you know, I had to—I had that week in between whether I was going to decide whether to let my body rest or, or you know, just keep keep going and play Eastbourne, and because uh, my body was struggling at the time and in, in pretty bad shape. But you know, I just said, you know, I want to go for it and just you know rack up all the experience i can and uh just use this time to the fullest so i you know said go ahead play eastbourne and i couldn't pass up an opportunity like that and yeah i played i played eastman first round qualifying and actually saved one match point yeah Eastman. Uh, yeah. yeah i saved one match point and then came through to win that match um and then yeah beat rublev second round of qualifying um and then Obviously, lost to Fritz first round in the main draw, but um, you know, such a good experience um, overall that week playing playing those players and um, getting two you know amazing wins. Um, you know, really helped me you know mentally and helped my confidence. You know, I I put I put back to back weeks. You know, not only just in that tournament but in the challenges and. Um, you know, help solidify. You know, I I felt like I belonged at that level, and and then yeah, going into Wimbledon, um, that was just obviously a dream for any tennis player. And um, you know, I loved I loved every moment of it, apart from you know losing. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience, and um, hopefully, hopefully, I can be back there again one day. So when you were at Eastbourne, that's when they let you know yo you got the wild card into Wimbledon, or did you know that like from previous weeks? I, I so I knew I knew I'd be playing Wimbledon uh, the week before Eastbourne. That's why. Um, oh, you didn't know. I, okay, okay, okay. That that's why that's why I I got the the wild card to Eastbourne. Um, so then you know I I could play the week before Wimbledon as well. Okay, yeah, I think it was a good decision. I mean, of course, your body was like really tired from every, as you said, you you accumulated a lot of weeks, and even even after Wimbledon, I think you made a deep run in another future event. So it must have been hard for your body, but still, it was a good learning experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was worth all the pain, and um, you know, by by Wimbledon, by Eastbourne and Wimbledon, I was. I was getting taped up every single day, and um, but you know you got you got to go through you know that pain and push your body to the limits you know, to to get the most out of everything. So it, it was definitely definitely worth it, and um, you know I'm glad you know I made that those decisions. Um, so tell me something. How did you make your decision to come back to college for your senior year after having such a after having such a surreal season as a junior? Um, I still, I still didn't, um, I didn't really debate it that much, you know, in my mind, I was always going to come back. Um, you know, the only difference, you know, if I ended up winning, you know, a, few, a couple of rounds at Wimbledon, then I obviously wouldn't, 
wouldn't have come back. But in my mind, um, I was always going to come back, and I felt like you know I I still had some more progression to go, um, still had some things to work on, and could could obviously still improve like everyone else. So um, I was I was always going to go back, and um, I, you know I, I wanted to finish out my uh, college college career with uh, with Josh, and then and then move on. You know if if it if it was my sophomore year where I had all that success then maybe it would have been a different different answer but because I only had one more year left then um, you know could you use uh, why not just use those six more months to get better and then and then really go try and uh, do my best uh, full time on the on the pro tour so um, I didn't really debate it that much Was that hard to balance? Answer me truthfully, because the fact that you went from playing Wimbledon main draw to a classroom full of students in a matter of months, was that hard to balance or not really? Um, I mean, it's mentally like I think the I think the the toughest thing because um, I I ended up taking that fall off and the 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 toughest thing really was obviously going from Wimbledon to then playing some future tournaments. Um, you know, playing on such nice facilities, playing on such a nice stage, and then going to play some futures. You know, it can it can seem, you know, uh, like a big step down. Um, I think that was maybe the the um, the harder part. But I, I, going back to college, you know, I was like, I was excited to go back and see everyone, and uh, um, you know, I I didn't I didn't take I don't take didn't take my time at college for granted and. You know, it's such, it's such a great life experience. So, um, you know, I was I was actually excited to go back to college. And um, but yeah, oh, it, it's obviously tough going from something like Wimbledon to back to normal reality. But um, no, I, I I I enjoyed going back to college. Yeah. What aspects of your game do you think you improved the most at Columbia? Um, I would definitely say you know. Just, I think at my time there, you know, I really, and I think one of the 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 things what I maybe wouldn't have got better if I didn't go to college was, you know, I really helped in the in that time. I it really helped me understand my game, and you know, that's credit to Josh. You know, he really helped me because increase my tennis IQ and the knowledge of the game. Um, you know, understanding myself on the court and. You know the person who I am and how it reflects into my game. I think was a huge, a huge deal for me, and I think that was one thing what helped me made those jumps. You know, my sophomore year, um, and helped things start to click. Um, I think that was a huge thing, and and then um, one thing, my forehand got a lot better while I was there. You know, um, one I, I can't remember when it was. It was I think it was early on in the in my sophomore season. And, Josh, you know, told me, you know, if if I want to really, you know, get better at this certain thing, uh, I think it was my like cutting off my forehand and taking it earlier and to try and make it more of a weapon, and um, that was something I worked really hard on and something what became a really big weapon um, in my game. Um, so I think that was one thing, and then I think just a lot of mental work. I think. Um, I think that at my time in in a college, I think uh, mentally I just grown tremendously.
Yeah, because that's what people don't understand. You're not on that as a tennis player in college is not like <clears throat> regular tennis, just like you win a point or you lose a point, like fans clap or anything like that. In in college, actually, people like get in your face and the fans scream what like whatever bullshit when you're on the road. So that's what I think that's that makes a lot of tennis players mature. Just the fact that mentally they have to stay strong and in the game in order to keep competing in the matches. Yeah, for sure. College college really does help you help you grow as a person. Um, you know, not not just as a tennis player and growing as a person can be you know a huge um advantage on the, on the, on the tennis court you know so um that's that's one thing what definitely shouldn't be overlooked and one thing what you know i definitely feel like college has made me better um what do you think or how was your transition from junior tennis to college tennis because normally in In junior tennis, people are used to just playing on their own. If you win a match, then it's because you did really good. But if you lose a match, it's because you did poorly. So just tell me how was that transition for you coming into college and just being part of a team, being surrounded by seven or eight more guys that want and have the same goals as you and just being part of a team in an individual sport? Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I got there... I, I loved I loved fighting for my teammates and it you know it gave me that extra drive to um, hold myself accountable I would say and um, because obviously if you mess if you mess up or you know don't give it your all that day you, you you've you've not just let down yourself but you've let down the rest of your teammates and that was that was something what I could never actually um, You know, I think just deep down, just let myself do. Um, I, I always, you know, wanted to to do do good by my teammates, and um, you know, I I always I always push myself, and um, you know, fought to be that be that solid point on the board for the team. So you know, I I loved it, and I thought it was great. You know, having that extra extra motivation to. To, to, to not let your teammates down um, and it was it's such a great atmosphere um, and environment to be in nice all right so this is the final segment of the podcast It's called the d15 so it's five rapid fire questions so you can answer them as quick as you can okay yeah got it hall or columbia hall american or english music english Most listened artist at the moment? Kevin Gates. What other profession aside from tennis would you like to attempt? Uh, football, soccer. Aside from the NCAA title, favorite college memory? Uh, beating Georgia 4-3 to go to national indoors. All right, perfect. Um, thank you, Paul, for taking this time. That's all I got for you. Um, I appreciate you just taking the time in the, during this quarantine and for just like letting us and the people at home just know about your journey and just know a little bit about more more about college tennis in general. No worries, it was a pleasure. All right, perfect. Um, so this way we get to the end of another D1 only podcast episode. Thank you to Paul and thank you for everyone tuning in and see you next time.